Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Hello, my beautiful queens, and welcome to this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, I really just want to take a moment just to thank you for listening today. Um, you know, thank you for letting me into your space and to be a part of your journey. It actually means more to me than what you ever, ever realize. And I realize that me taking up space in your life is such a privilege. And I just wanted to start off by recognizing that today and just thank you for tuning in. So on this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast, we are getting in and we are talking about how the new you will cost you the old you. And this is something that has really hit home to me over the weekend and something that I am currently in the midst of and going through. So obviously, you know, as I love to do, I love to share my experiences because, you know, we are we are one and if it's something that I'm experiencing, then chances are it's something that other people are experiencing as well. So of course, I want to share that with you. So before we do, let's check in. So what's been happening in my world? Well, um, I just had the most epic midweek stay with my mom. So I do this every year, actually, where I go. Um, it's for the Adelaide Fringe Festival, and I love to catch a fringe show with my mom. We get a hotel room for the night. We go have dinner. We go see a fringe show, and then we spend the next day together. And we just really make something of it. And because my you know day off just happened to fall in the middle of the week, we caught a Tuesday night show, had the most amazing dinner in the East End of Adelaide, went and watched Blank de Blanks. Oh, my God. It was phenomenal. It's like one of the best shows that I have ever seen. And oh my God, I laughed from beginning to end and I was just in awe and inspired. And, you know, it really took me away from, I guess, reality in a sense, you know, like, and, and I know from performing with wrestling that that's something that, you know, that's, that's the actual idea is that, you know, when, when somebody comes to a show is just to be immersed in the moment, just to be taken away from your day-to-day life. You know, I didn't have to think about, you know, what's happening in Russia, petrol prices or, or any, any sort of stress or anything that was going on in my world. I could just literally forget it. They took me away and I was just so happy. So, you know, if you ever get an opportunity to see that show, go and see that show. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, I've launched my program, but we'll talk about that later, I think. So let's get into it. Ah, so what I'm starting to realize is that, you know, obviously, as I progress on my journey, you know, I do grow and I learn so much. And you know, like when I look at the version of myself now, like I am nothing like the previous version of me, you know, like I, you know, I'm at a point where I don't recognize my old self sometimes even at all, because it's just not in alignment with who I am now and the lessons that I've learned. Um, and obviously, you know, that means that I start seeing things very differently. And currently I am going through this period of my life where I'm feeling just really uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable with life. 
Um, I just feel like I'm being met with so much uncertainty and being a control freak, I can tell you that that just about (laughs) breaks me. Now, um, and, and I've sort of been, been put in this position where I really, really have to now show up completely and fully and own what it is that I'm doing and what I want to achieve, which of course is just when you do things like that, it's, it's sort of natural to sort of be met with so much fear of failure, fear of rejection, um, not as, not feeling as if I'm enough. And, you know, and then I guess I always have to make special mention of, um, you know, how lonely it can feel when you're going through these sort of, you know, you're going along with the ebbs and flows in life and, and you're, you're sort of in this moment and you don't know why and, you know, it can feel really lonely and sometimes it feels like there's not really anyone to turn to because, you know, a lot of people might not understand or especially if they're not on the same journey, you know, whether that's spiritually, emotionally, mentally, anything, if you're not sort of connected like that, it can be really hard to sort of explain to other people as well because it ends up being quite a solitary journey. Um, but I guess in this sort of moment now is that I know that I need to take my own advice and coach myself um, through this phase of my life. Um, I know that I need to back myself. I know I need to believe in myself and, you know, I'm at that point where I have to actually truly go all in. So I just can't, you know, flutter on the edge. It's time to go all in. And, you know, obviously this also means that there's a lot of feelings that I actually need to to lean into, you know, because as much as, you know, like, I mean, we're not about toxic positivity, you know, these feelings come up, they need to be felt. Um, I need to lean into them. I need to accept them. I need to feel them in the moment. If that means I need to cry or, or laugh or, you know, go to bed early, whatever it may be, I need to do that. I need to feel the feels and I need to um, sort of work through it. So during this though, what I've sort of realized is the, what I've realized the most is, is whilst embodying the highest version of myself, um, my future self that is, is that whilst I'm doing this, I'm actually still currently holding on, like desperately clinging to the current version of myself. And we're going to track back to that sort of at the end of this episode, but I just I just want you to to hold that that thought for a moment that you know sometimes when we're embodying the highest version of ourselves, we're doing that from a place of just clinging onto our old selves. So you probably have heard me I talk about embodiment a lot. Um, you know, so you know, because I for me is this is like a fundamental thing. So what is embodiment and why is it important? So like I said, I do talk about embodiment so much because I do believe it to be a fu- like a fundamental step in creating the change that you want to see in your life and creating the change in what you want to see in yourself. But you ask, what actually is it? So embodiment is the practice that ultimately can shift your mindset into a new space of being by focusing on the version of yourself 
who has already achieved the goals that you want to achieve. So they've achieved the goals, the life, the career, or just being the person that you want to be, that you strive to be, that you strive and the goals that you strive to achieve. Because there is a version, you know, in a different reality, there's a version of you out there who has achieved the things that you want to achieve. And this is what um, embodiment is. It's a practice, you know, to shift that mindset so that you are embodying that version of yourself. So, so often what happens, right, is that we think that once we become, once we have, we become. So, you know, like, and I'm going to use two really, just really um, generic examples here because they're really easy examples to use, but, you know, you could sort of really insert anything in here. So, for example, once, once I lose 10 kilos, I will become a healthy, fit, and skinny person. Or... You know, once we have a million dollars, we'll become a millionaire. But the actual reality is, is that you need to actually become that before you can be that. So you actually need to become a fit and healthy person or you need to become um, a millionaire or become a successful businesswoman, become, you know, I don't know, whatever your goals may be, you actually need to become that before you can be that you know you need to be you know like for the the example of health like you need to be the healthy version of yourself long before you physically become the healthy version of yourself so you actually need to you know be healthy in order to become healthy if that you know that's where we're going with this one I was gonna say if that makes sense but I'm not going to say if that makes sense because I'm sure of what I'm saying here um And this is the same, you know, with a millionaire, like you need to become the millionaire version of yourself before you can be a millionaire. Um, This is embodiment. So when you picture this version of yourself and you get crystal clear on what that version look uh, to you, or you get crystal clear on what that version of you is like, you know, and this is down to the nitty gritty, you know, from the choices that you make, your daily routine, priority, you know, like you know, if, if you're a healthy person, how do you prioritize movement on a day-to-day business? Or if you um, have this financial freedom and a millionaire, you know, what choices do you make about money or investing and saving, you know, and, and what do you do? Do you learn about financial or health education, depending on what your goal, you know, insert your own goal here. But, you know, like, you know, getting down to that nitty gritty picture of who this version of you is and what they do and how they think and how they act and how they look and how they dress and the choices that they make, like what literally drives them, you know, like this is sort of what we need to get crystal clear on and the pictures that we need to do in our mind. Um, And like I said, this is the same for any goal or any version of yourself that you are working towards. Um, You know, so this is something that I do, you know, in regards to, you know, who I want to be, you know, I have a very clear picture of who it is that I want to be. And, and some of that encompasses health and some of it encompasses money and business and success and, you know, empowering women, you know, it's in my all in that. And so I think about the version of myself who's already doing that. Um, so, you know, from there, you know, if there's something that you're working towards, I genuinely say like 
take a moment, make some time, make some space um, to journal. And that's if that works for you. And if journaling doesn't work for you, maybe visualize it and feel it um, because that might resonate with you more. You know, same with people who create vision boards and and, and things like that. You, you have to find what works for you because some people are details orientated. Some people are not. Uh, some people like to write. Some people don't like to write. Some people are just happy just thinking about it in their mind and that's enough. And that's okay if that's you as well. Um, there's not one way of, of doing anything here. And I think that's really important because you need to, you know, like there's sometimes we get so caught up and oh, I have to do this and I have to meditate and I have to journal. And I have to do this and, and this and that thinking that that's the way to be spiritually connected and aligned and empowered and all that sort of stuff. But in reality is you need to find what works for you. All right. So, you know, yours might be, you might be doing visualization meditations and that might be what works for you as opposed to journaling, writing down details. You might be more about feelings than you are about details, you know, like, and working out what it is for you. But the thing that you need to do here is that you do need to make that time and space to do this. Now, for me personally, like I said, I am details orientated and I know this from my human design and whether people get into human design or not, but I know that specific is is good for me. Um, so I like to journal with as much sort of detail as possible, but I just, you know, like, and, and I really journal how this version of me thinks, how they look. I think about her routine, as I said before, what she watches, what she does, what she listens to, who she hangs out with, what a perfect day is like, a typical week, a typical day, um, a typical month, like where does she travel, what does she eat, what are my passions, um, you know, where do I focus my time and, you know, like all this sort of stuff, you know, what sort of choices am I making on a day-to-day business, how do I feel about certain sort of things, you know, I, I think about that, you know, and, and sometimes I think about how I won't feel, you know, like if I look at the millionaire version of myself, of course, I'm not going to worry about petrol prices, right? Um, because I know that I'm supported by money and there's always enough money. So there's that sort of, you know, stress that gets taken away as well. So these are the little details that I sort of think about. Um, like I said, for others, you might like to visualize and tap into those feelings of feeling as if, you know, you might want to visualize your, your perfect day or your future self, your perfect career, you know, like all these different things, you know, and visualize it and and tap into how, when you're visualizing, tap it into how that actually feels because, you know, feelings are a gateway to vibes and energy and changing that energy and attracting energy. So that's just a little side note there. Um, because once you make the time and the space to do this, it, it means that you open yourself up to be able to start making aligned choices and changes in your current life and you can start to develop your mindset, your, you know, whether that's your healthy mindset or your millionaire mindset or your business mindset or insert goal here mindset, you know, whatever that may be. So in turn, you start to become that version of yourself, you know, that you start, you basically you start turning your dreams into reality. You develop your healthy mindset, your millionaire mindset, your successful business coach mindset, your successful women's empowerment coach mindset. You know, obviously that's what I'm working on. And then your goals start being achieved and finally you have it. All right. So why is embodiment important? Well, have you ever seen people win the lottery or inherit money become instant millionaires 
and then they just blow it all and end up being broke again. Or we see it with people who lose weight really quickly. Maybe they do keto and then they just drop 30 kilos or they get a gastric sleeve and, you know, and, and they drop a lot of weight, but then down the track, they all end, they end up putting all that weight back on. And a lot of the times then sun, right? We've all seen that. Now, the reason this is, this is because they haven't spent the time learning to become that version of themselves. All of a sudden, they have a a million dollars, but they aren't actual millionaires, you know, with a millionaire mindset. They're still making poor people choices. They haven't learned to manage money. They haven't learned the mindset or the skills that are necessary to be a millionaire. And it's the same with weight. They haven't learned the skills they needed to maintain a healthy weight range. They have never become, they have stepped, they have skipped that mindset work that is required to be the be- this version of themselves. So they've skipped that whole step to be this version of themselves. Um, so they have not embodied this version of themselves and they haven't changed their reality. So of course, things just go back to the way that they were, right? It's just... Yeah, you know, like, so this is why embodiment is just so important because, you know, like, unless you're developing that mindset and living life as is, you know, if you got it all of a sudden, it would just go away because you're not, you're not ready for it. You haven't learned the skills and everything that you need to, to be in that part of your life. And that's why you do so often see people win millionaires and three years later, they're back on the dole. Like, (laughs) these are just things that happen, but this is why they happen. Now, we're going to take a quick break here. And then we're going to come back and we're going to actually talk about the next phase, I guess, after embodiment, because this is one that we don't often talk about much. So we're just going to jump into that, but just after this quick break. Enrollment for the Kiss My Crown Masterclass is now open. It is time to empower you to discover and step into your power. So together that we could change the world. For too long, the feminine divine has been out of balance and now is the time we change that and we can return to harmony through balance. Abundance is your birthright. It is not reserved for the elite 1% like they fear you into believing. It is time to get success and wealth into the hands of women. Now, if you feel the calling, then now is your time to sign up. For an $55 investment and lifetime access, This is a strictly limited launch price offer. So get in quick before the price increases to $99. If you would like to take this up, just simply head over to queencreationsdesign.com and look for the courses tab and get signed up. Look forward to seeing you in there. Welcome back. So, you know, we were just talking about embodiment and why what it is and and why it's important and and what can happen when you're not going through those phases and now I said we're going to sort of jump to the next part about what happens after embodiment so what I've just recently learned though is that there is actually another step in the embodiment phase or maybe I should say the the direct step following the embodiment phase and this is shedding and letting go to the old version of yourself so that you can truly become your higher self. It's like, it's really like the old, the old you needs to die in order for the new you to be, to be born, to be birthed, to be, you know, to be. 
And um, and I got to tell you, that's really fucking scary. So you know, there's a bit of a catch to that, right? Like it, it sounds like, oh yeah, I've just you know got to let go, and it sounds really simple, but you know, when you're actually doing that, you're letting go of your comfort zone. Um, it is letting go of everything you have ever known, and it's going deep, deep down into the unknown. It is trusting what you cannot see and you do not know. And the ego makes this so fucking painful and so hard because it desperately wants to keep you safe um, with what you already know, right? And it's the same with your inner child. Like your little inner child is in there freaking the fuck out. She's scared shitless. She feels alone. She feels like you're going to abandon her and, and she just just is afraid, right? Now. I guess with me, I didn't realize that this is why lately I've been feeling really just uncomfortable. I feel blah. I feel incredibly exhausted all of the time. And I feel like life is almost taking a few steps backwards. But I also know that I am stuck in this spot where I feel like I'm just going around and round in circles. And I've literally been begging the universe for help and guidance, you know, during moments of solitude because I just feel lost some days. But, you know, and I'm sure, you know, like other, you know, like, the, you know, sometimes you might feel like that too. But if you do feel like that, I have good news <laughs> because your intuition can actually guide you through this as can the universe, but you do actually have to stop the constant motion. Um, you need to be quiet for a moment and be alone with your thoughts and actually allow yourself time and space for that, you know. And and this is something that I recently just did on the weekend. So on the weekend here, it was just an amazing weekend with beautiful weather from, you know, dawn to dusk. And it was my first weekend off that I've had in three weeks. Um, and you know, typically like I do, I wake up earlier than everyone else in my house. And on Saturday, instead of just sitting around, what I actually decided to do is I made my coffee, grabbed it to go and I grabbed my journal and I headed out into um, the garden. So just headed out because I just wanted to be with my thoughts and with nature. Now there was no time limit, no expectations. um, And I gave myself full permission to do absolutely nothing without feeling guilty. Because I have a tendency, if I have a spare five minutes, I feel like I should be doing something for my business all the time. I'm like, oh, I should do this. Oh, I should batch some content. I should do this. Like, you know, I, I struggle to sit at home and not not do anything, you know, and just relax. Like it's 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 something that I really have to work on and I am working on. Um, but, you know, I really allowed myself this sort of time. So I actually sat out there in nature and I was journaling and I was being with my thoughts and I was just sitting there listening to my intuition and to the universe. And I did that for nearly three hours. As I said before, that's just unheard of for me. I don't relax for that amount of time. And let me tell you, it was fucking glorious. Fucking glorious just to actually stop and be in the moment. And it was just like the world had stopped as well in that moment. Like there was no noise, you know, like I work in the city and it's hustle and it's bustle and it's go, go, go all the time. There's always noise just constant noise. No matter what I do, there just feels like there's always noise. And, you know, I was actually, you know, 
there wasn't noise. It, like, it was literally like a stop time. And in this moment, and there's just no noise other than the sound of, you know, the wind going through the gum trees, you know, the birds, and it just, time stood still. And, you know, and I got to be in that moment. And in the, this moment, though, I prayed out li- loud to the universe. Um, I wanted the universe to give, I said, give me a sign. Um, I said, I, I asked for a very specific sign to show me, you know, that I was on the right path. Um, you know, and, and the reason I was asking this is because, you know, this is after a disappointing first launch that didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. And, you know, and <laughs> is this even what I'm meant to be doing? Am I meant to be a coach who empowers women to live their full potential? to change the world one woman at a time, to get money in the hands of women, you know, like give me a sign that, you know, this is what I'm meant to be doing and that I just shouldn't give up in this moment because that's how I how I felt. I felt like maybe maybe I'm on the wrong path and maybe this isn't what I'm meant to be doing. So I asked the universe, as I said, for a very specific sign. I asked the universe to show me or to bring me a koala. Right now, I absolutely love, fucking love koalas. And since moving eight months ago, I have not seen one koala. So where we used to live, I used to see koalas all the time. I'd have them in my backyards, in the trees at the front of my house. Like I would just see them always. But since moving, it's been a little bit sad because I would expect moving into the country that I'd actually see more koalas. But in fact, I have not. I've not seen one in eight months. And, you know, so you bet you when I've asked the universe to show me the to show me a koala is my sign. For the next two days, I was searching high and low for the, this koala. You know, my my drive to work, I was like looking up every single gum tree, like, is there a koala? Is there a koala? On the way to Connor's soccer, the same thing, like, oh, 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 no, nothing. Zipped, zilch, nada, no koalas. And basically by Monday night on my way home from work, I'm like, there's no koalas. Um, and you know, I was just like, you know what? I think maybe that's a sign. That's a sign. Like not seeing the sign is also the sign, right? Is that, okay, I asked you to, if I was on the right path to show me a koala, you haven't shown me a koala. So therefore maybe I'm just not on the right path and maybe that's okay. And I can let this go and I'll just, you know, focus my time on just relaxing and doing other stuff. The next morning I wake up to go to work and I pull out of my driveway um, onto our dirt road to be met with a koala smack bang in the middle of the road to the point like I couldn't drive past it I had like I had to stop for this koala otherwise I'd run it over so I stop the car I pull on my handbrake I turn off my car I get out I get my phone I get out I'm like all right all right universe I hear you I see your sign and I and I hear you And of course, I then got out and took like a million photos of this koala because I just couldn't believe it that this had actually happened. You know, like I'd given up on this sign, you know, even though I know it had been two days and that felt like probably seems like an early time to give up. But I just, I don't know. I just knew that if the universe was going to show me a sign, it was going to show me one pretty quick, right? And yeah, you know, like this, I just couldn't believe this actually happened. Like this could not be more clear. And in like, hello, I just manifested a motherfucking koala, like in a 48 hour period, like what the hell? And I manifested a sign from God. So it was in that moment, you know, like I felt so connected, 
you know that that my voice was being heard you know that that there is you know this higher power that i believe to be out there is really out there and is supporting me and is listening to me um and you know of course you know it just it just blew my mind. It still blows my mind. It's all on my Instagram if you want to see it because it just, I literally cried um, because it just couldn't be denied. So taking that time in the quiet to connect with my intuition and to the universe has allowed me to know that source is within me, that I'm on the right path, that I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing. And this has allowed me to really own my new identity as well. Um, to overcome that imposter syndrome that we so often feel, especially when we're doing things like starting up businesses and, and, you know, podcast hosting or anything like that, because we're like, who do we think we are to be doing that? Like, and, and you feel like that little bit of an imposter. And, you know, these are the things that have been holding me back this whole time. So even though I've launched my course, I know that I'm sort of not, um, I haven't been all in, right? Like I'm still holding myself back just that little bit. To, to protect myself if this doesn't work out. And, you know, and it's also just shown me like that I need to make time to be more open and actually listening to the universe and to be guided along the way because the universe is there. The universe, like life is here to support us. Money's here to support us. Like everything is here to support us if we will let it. If we don't want to let it, then it's not going to happen. And basically, you know, this thing that happened on the weekend is what brings us here today because, you know, now, you know, in the time after this has happened, you know, I'm really open to, you know, like listening to my intuition and to, to what, I don't know, I feel like I'm being told and, you know, and, and I now realize, you know, and I guess there's a bit of a download or whatever you want to call it, is that it is time to shed my old self. It is time to step into my power as my higher self and it's time to ascend. And I think that, it is the scary part because we spend so much time embodying, you know, the, this version of ourselves, but we do it within the safety net of our old selves and that the next, you know, and so the next part of that, you know, is letting go of the old version. It's, you know, and, and how we do that, you know, and do you know what that's like and what it feels like? It feels like jumping off a cliff without knowing if there's a safety net or a ledge on the other side you know, or your new life on the other side that like you don't know. And, you know, you just have to make that choice of whether you're just going to stay where you are or if you're going to take that risk and you are going to jump to the other side. But let me tell you, so this is where I am now with all this is happening. And I know that this sounds like the quickest 48 hours in your life, but, you know, it's really made me realize that I am ready to jump. Um, I'm ready to claim my new life and I'm ready to say loud and proud to the world that I'm a woman's empowerment coach and I'm ready to truly show up and be seen and I'm ready to surrender to the universe, relinquish that control and trust that it is already done. And let me tell you, like, I am afraid, but I'm going to do it anyway. Right. And sometimes it's just, you know, that's what courage is. Courage is not the absence of fear. It's facing your fear. It's having the fear and doing it anyway. That's what courage is. So what I want you to know is that whatever you are going through, the answers to your problems, like the answers that you are looking for are actually already within you. And 
to find them, you need to connect with them. You need some quiet. You need to disconnect from the outside world and be in the moment, ready to listen and to learn. You know, if that is taking a couple of hours in really nice weather and sitting outside and just no people around, then so be it. All right, because you just need to be in that moment and ready to listen and to learn. Now, I'll tell you, I don't know what the next chapter looks like. But for the first time in my life, I'm actually okay with that. And, you know, the best part is that I really look forward to taking you on the journey with me. And it may not be pretty. It may not be perfect. It may not, you know, there might be, you know, ups and downs. And, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more uncomfortable moments and, you know, shitty moments that I need to work through. Like it's not going to be all rainbows, lollipops and sunshine. But I truly believe the end goal is so fucking worth it. And, you know, and I want to take you along with me. So once again, I am absolutely going to thank you for allowing me into your space today so that we could discuss this. Um, You know, I would love to know if you've ever had any signs from the universe or from God. Like, have you ever asked for signs and and, and gotten signs? Like, because I know, like, you know, like I talked about with some of my friends and they're like, yeah, you know, like, you know, this can be quite a normal thing. So, you know, I just I just want to know where you're at with that stuff as well. And, you know, if you're not already, jump onto Instagram, give me a follow. I try and pump out as much free content and inspirational, like, tidbits, you know, like these in, you know, 140 characters left. Nah, it's more than 140 characters. But I try and pump out so much of this information on my Instagram um on my Instagram account, I was going to say channel, same with YouTube, there's a vlog there too. But so head over to uh, Instagram, it is at queencreations underscore au. Give me a follow, join the community, give me a shout out. Like I want to hear from you and I, I want to hear about your signs. So promise me if anything that you're going to do this week, set aside, even if it's just an hour to yourself with nobody around, no interruptions, no disruptions, no nothing, just you and your thoughts, all right? And you just will be so much better for it. All right. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.